hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. Hi everyone. Before we get started on today's episode, I just wanted to put a little content warning that um, in this episode we do swear quite a bit. Um, so if you're sensitive to that or you have small children around, you might want to wait to listen to this episode. Also, um, there are some parts where we talk about some sensitive topics such as suicidal thoughts and actions and um, just extremely manipulative behavior that was extremely disturbing um, and other themes of mental health and manipulation. Um, most of the main ones that are concerning, uh, we do kind of say like content warning, trigger warning before we talk about it. So, um, you can prepare yourself a little bit, or if you're not feeling it today, feel free to skip this episode or come back and listen to it at a time where you're feeling like you're in a better place. I hope you enjoy. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. I am so excited to have Gen Xer Julie Anderson back at it. Um, when we told her story in episode 46, uh, she wasn't really quite ready to talk too much about the coaching part of her journey. And I, I know she's talking about it now. So I'm ready for you guys to all hear her story too, because um, actually your episode is one of the most played episodes that I have of all time. So wow. Um, I think everyone is ready to hear what else you have to say too. And we talked about you a little bit in, um, Jennifer's episode, episode 69. So, um, yeah, I was like, it's time you need to come back. Uh, Tell us, tell us this other half of your story. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Danielle. (laughs) A lot has, a lot has happened, uh, since I first spoke with you, a lot of healing, um, four months out of starting to speak out. Um, I got a psychologist and I was like shit talking to you. I'm like, ah, Gen X doesn't get any help. I don't need it. And I like, since I've gone back on that, I'm glad that I have, I realized I wasn't able to handle like the scope of what the magnitude what I experienced. And um, through that, and also just like healing um, memories, learning about trauma, and then how memories like they start to come out and things start to make sense. And I want to, um, I've shifted into this activist role And I'm really just speaking out for other people um, that are still within the coaching group that are leaving and are starting to ask questions 
and making them, helping them know that there's a safe space outside, especially on social media where they can ask questions where they're not going to be like targeted. You know, I mean, the targeting is going to happen anyway, because this um, behavior, in my opinion, is cultic and cult behavior is predictable. So I guess, would you like me to start at the beginning? Oh, I don't hear you. Oh, I no, think I okay. myself. Okay. <laughs> Um, just before you get started, I just want to put a second disclaimer out there that all of this is in your opinion and in your experience. So, uh, yeah, just to remind everyone that everyone's perceptions of things can be slightly different and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to say that too. It's important to use protective language. That's what I've learned when I've been speaking out. And I don't know the template for behavior on this, but I know um, what I've seen and what I believe in my opinion is going on is not right. It's, it's wrong and it's hurting people. So this is again, all my experience in my opinion <laughs> and let's go. So I, um, so this is my, the, the big part of my story about being in uh, multi-level marketing it's dwarfed. I was with Mon8, but it's dwarfed by my experience um, by joining the coaching group Rank Makers run by Ray Higdon. And I came across Rank Makers, and I think it might have been like a Facebook ad. I'm not, I, I don't know how I came across this, but it was on Facebook. And I think it was like a free coaching Friday that he would do. And it's a video. And it was since like, this is like a staple thing that he does is like, it's free coaching Friday. And I had just been with Mon8 for about four months and I had ranked up to the highest rank that I would ever rank up to, which was MMB, Managing Market Builder. And I saw this video and I'm like, I was so impressed. I thought his information was so helpful. It was like, I, I can't remember exactly what it was about, but I was just so blown away. And I thought, oh my God, if he's giving all this information for free, how much better would it be if I joined his group rank makers, right? Like just like funneled right in. Like uh, I've like described it. Like I I'm like the lemming that jumped off every fucking cliff. And so I joined this group and right away, like I know, I remember when I joined the group, there was the, um, you know, the, but wait, there's more, you know, add on this or add on this. And there was all these videos to watch and like rules for behavior. And we do network marketing differently and introduce yourself and put a picture of yourself in the group. And what are your hobbies? And I felt like a part of this larger community of network marketers, like, oh my God, I'm going to learn how to do this business the right way. I was so naive I had no, I had done no research on multi-level marketing. Somebody had told me it was a pyramid scheme. I wouldn't have even known what that meant. I wouldn't have even bothered to look it up. I grew up, uh, you know, my mom had purchased Mary Kay, Amway, um, Avon, never had really sold, but it was just like, I didn't understand like the toxicity of the whole industry and how it's just predicated on a completely flawed mathematical formula of endless chain recruitment. I just thought, wow, I'm going to learn how to sell this, these products and build a team and like make money and help others, people, other, other people do it too. So I thought, and being a part of this group, it was, it felt really positive. Everybody was from all these different companies and you don't pro the rule is like, you don't prospect other people in this group. If you do, you're out. It's felt like we were held to a higher standard that we're going to change the industry. We're going to do things all together differently. And at the time this was like, I, I it was in, um, I mean, I, I'm trying to think, I think it was like, it must've been 2017. Um, 
when I joined the group, he would go live, Ray would go live every single day. And I'm like, this is amazing. So but like now, if you think about it, so in my opinion, indoctrination happens, we need to show up every single day and start consuming this content. And so there's so many of us, myself included, that I would like, I was, it is not an exaggeration to say that I watched this man every day for pretty much five years. And I'm talking every day and sometimes multiple times a day. We would take in his training and rank makers, and then we would, he would go live maybe on his personal page. And we would all, like most of us would troop over there and we would watch. And then maybe he'd go onto Instagram live, or then there'd be an additional training, you know, later that week or this. And so we would, all of us were always like having to watch this training. And we're, we're being told that if you do what he says, then you're going to succeed in this, in this business, in multi-level marketing. And it just didn't occur to me at the time, like how weird this is. Like you're supposed to be in your multi-level marketing business. It's supposed to be duplicatable. You shouldn't need to like purchase additional coaching, but I just was like caught up in the excitement of it. All these people, you know, everybody, everybody was so positive. It felt right. It felt like I was really going to be like helping all these people impacting the world. Terms, jargon and stuff was introduced in the definition, like definitions of words were changed. For example, the word posture, he loves to say this um, is, and you can look at this, this is up on like every video. He defines the word posture as the belief in what you have without the need for external acceptance or approval. I can bang this stuff out. Yeah. Like, hold on. Like, let's just, let's just Google, let's just Google the definition of posture real quick. Yeah. I got more um, and it's, and it's messed up. The position in which somebody holds their body when they're sitting or standing a particular, so that's number one, a particular way of dealing with, or considering something, an attitude or approach. And then there's like posturing. So like behave in a way that is intended to impress or mislead others. And I that's the one that's that. that. That's, that's the definition. That's like what it's kind of used where it's like this thing. And, and so then there'd be this training. I remember this um, and I ate all this stuff up. I thought, yeah, I love this concept, the belief in what you have without the need for external acceptance or approval. I mean, that concept sounds amazing. Like, and I would do like this kind of self-indoctrination as well to bolster every kind of information and training I'd taken. I would relate it back to my life. I was an Ironman distance athlete. I did 18 Ironman races. Never mind all this other, all these other triathlon distance races. So I'm thinking people believed I couldn't do it. I did that. I applied. I was consistent. I believed in myself. I achieved this. Therefore, this is the same thing, but it wasn't the same thing at all. Another thing, um, so he would say, this is another training about this posture is, um, this one story now looking back, it's important to find humor in these things because for, I, I really looked up to this man. So many of us did. I wanted, I respected him. I admired him. Um, I believed that he helped me so much. And, um, and it, that wasn't the case. There was some like bits of information, but a lot of it, in my opinion, wasn't even from him. He's just like taken it and parroted it from all these other people, like all these other books, like feel the fear and do it anyway. All these, all these things aren't even his own concepts. Anyway, and I've since learned a lot of these people within network marketing, especially the coaches, they all do this. But one, so one of the things about posture he would go on about is like, you have posture. So the belief in what you have. So people would be 
Um, their whole, the reason why, if people are listening to this, I'm like, why the fuck are you going on about posture so much? It's because when you're in network marketing, you're, you're so reluctant to say that you're in network marketing because friends and family aren't supporting you because they know you're in a pyramid scheme. You're getting pushback. You don't want to prospect. So this whole point of having this posture is to like jack yourself up. Like, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to work my business. I'm like, I'm going to do this. Right. And he's like, you've got both. You've got posture around the belief of electricity. If somebody came up to you and said, electricity doesn't exist, what would you say? You would say, you're crazy. Electricity does exist. Like, I'm not joking. That's how this one training was delivered. And I'm like, looking back now, I'm like, oh my God. Wow. How, how many minutes has this guy spent like with Mary? Because I mean, <laughs> like the most finest word salad I've ever heard. Oh yeah. Okay. So another one is, this is really fucked up and this is used throughout multi-level marketing is the word edify and edification. What they really mean is they need to switch the E and the D around to deify because they constant. So he, in my opinion, and I mean, it's, 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 you can see this, but I'll say in my opinion, um, talks about edification and you must edify your upline. And if you have a three-way call going on, or you're going to introduce um, a presenter from your company, you need to edify them to your team. You, so he's talking about deification. It's not edification. It's the incorrect definition. It's messed up. Um, another thing that we would memorize, like I heard this, I mean, because I, mean, I heard all this for like a pretty much five years and, and that's why I can repeat it so quickly and why all of us are like these little robotic, robotic um, Stepford wives and Stepford bros. It's like network marketing is the lowest cost, lowest overhead way for the average ordinary person to have a business. <laughs> that's another one. Yeah. So anyway, it's um, while I was in the group, um, I thought I'm learning these skills. I'm going to learn how to write a curiosity post. So this is when you are taught not to um, say this is, I was with Monate. This is not Monate. This is not my shampoo. You're going to think about what's in it for them. What's in it for people on the other side. So you're going to say something like, um, there's a way you can do these curiosity posts. You can hold up the bottle and obscure the name of the bottle and just say, I'm so grateful my hair has grown with this. So the people are going to be curious. They're going to reach out to you or they're going to comment. Wow, that's amazing. And then you're going to send them a message afterwards to like, hey, would you be open to taking a look at what I'm selling here? That kind of thing. Another way of a curiosity post, um, which he would always say, Shout out to my girl, Sally, who has, it's always a shout out to my girl, Sally. shout out to my girl, Sally, who has um, the most like glittery hair and the most softest skin since using our products. And it's like, you just like, you put that out just so casually and people will just clamor in the, and their engagement will shoot up and you're going to attract people like crazy, right? Of course this stuff doesn't work. I mean, it kind of, but I, I mean, sometimes you'd get like a couple people, but I mean, it's so, it's so transparent, like, and it's so cringing, um, cringeworthy, but I, I was eating it up. I'm like, and I'm teaching my team this and I'm like watching his videos and I'm transcribing what he writes because I'm thinking this is like the most amazing information ever. And so then, um, he started doing these, uh, live video challenges called the 14 day challenges. And I had around this time, I had already started going live every day because I thought I learned, oh, that's if you want to grow your business, that's what you have to do. You have to do a Facebook live video every day. And so I had started doing that. And then around this time, it was like, we're going to do this 14 day challenge. So what these were is that he would train you, you purchase this 
course or whatever this like thing, maybe I forget what it would be like, it would $27 or whatever like that. And, um, for 14 days, each day he would do like a live training in this group on Facebook and everybody would go out and you'd like use the skills that you've learned that day. And you'd do a live video. And for me, I was already doing these live videos, so it wasn't a big deal, but there were a lot of people like it's, it's quite a big deal for them to put themselves out there, especially on social media. And in my opinion, there was a lot of shame going on. Like I remember, um, in, I did about eight or I think I did eight, maybe eight or nine, eight of these challenges. And I won a number of these challenges, not like outright, but I'd like place like in every one. And I was like making more money winning these pl- when I was doing with Monate. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, it was lucrative for me to do this. And then so, um, okay, so I remember on these challenges, it was always like day three-ish or day four, people would be like, this is really hard. Like I'm feeling, um, they'd be feeling like feelings of shame or like people are looking at them funny and they're like, it's, you can't just like get on camera and and just be perfect. It's, it's fucking scary, you know? And he would do these trainings in my opinion, would just shame people. It's like, you're here. All you have to do is show up for 14 days. You can't even show up for three days. How bad do you want this business? And it's like, it's always this like masked tough coaching. And it was so fucking toxic. I see that now. And that's why I'm speaking out about now, because in my opinion, it's fucking toxic. You don't talk to people like that. It's not executive coaching. No, it's fucking horrible. It's fucking wrong. And we see that. And you know where I see that the most, uh, like in the MLM space, particularly is actually, I can't say it's just Beachbody, but I've seen it a lot in Beachbody where the coaches put on these like really great faces to like their public Instagram. And then like behind the scenes, it's like, well, I'm going to be here to give you some tough love. And like, if you're not showing up and da, 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 like, why are you? That's exactly it. It switches like that. It's a light switch. And, and you're right. And you know, what's interesting is like, as a side note, I virtually attended MLM conference 2022 this year. And there was this one presenter, I took notes because I'm going to make some content on it. And it was a researcher from the Netherlands. I cannot remember her name off the top of my head, Claudia Gross. And she looked at the organizational like behavior or whatever of multi-level marketing compared to uh, regular businesses. And the way they're structured encourages this kind of behavior because there's no accountability. Like the, the headquarters, like so Monade or Beachbody, they can, they can just say, well, that's not our, our website, but all of like the pyramid structure, the uplines, they can do whatever they want, the recruits, and then everybody's just gaslit just from the organizational structure itself. So I thought like, oh, that was pretty interesting. So um, when we're in the 14 day challenge, the very, very first challenge, there was like a pre-contest before this contest started. And you had to do like a, I think it was like an under two minute video about something. And I won that one. And that's what kind of like got me a lot of exposure within rank makers. And he did like this video saying like, um, it was like, Uh, breaking down like Julie, the dominator Anderson. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like I'm fucking amazing. Right. I felt like really good. I got like this great feedback and, and to be honest, like, you know, you, there are like good um, pieces of advice about looking directly at the camera, not saying you guys, but saying like speaking singularly you. So you're like making a connection with someone. There's lots and lots of um, good tips and good advice and good coaching. Right. It is dwarfed, in my opinion, by the bad and the manipulation and the, the toxicity. So um, 
a lot of these challenges. So I did like eight or nine of these, these challenges as well. So that, that's like the 14 day challenge aspect. Um, now as to the, like I, I went to a number of these events they had as well. So, you know, with, within multi-level marketing, we each have our company events, you go to convention, you know, you need to get to an event that will launch your business. And there's all these before and after testimonials. Well, within rank makers, we are always encouraged to go to rank makers events as well. So there's like, so you have to go to your company event and you have to go to rank makers event too. Like if you're serious about your business, you need to go there. And, you know, you really like these people. You want to connect with these people. You want to meet them. It's going to be amazing. And, you know, when you're like right in there, you're like, oh, this is awesome. Well, yeah. Everyone has that rah-rah energy and yeah. everything's good and toxic positivity. Just drink that shit up. Like, yeah. And you're not hot. eating. You're not eating. You're not drinking. You're not sleeping. It's like, yeah, like I'm going to do, you're meeting all these people at the top of their fucking pyramids. They're like, you can do it too. You just got to believe you got, it's your mindset. And you're just like, oh my God, like, this is it. Like I can totally do this, you know? So I went to these events as well and I took notes and I did live videos and I, you know, I thought I reported on it. I thought, oh, this is amazing. You know, I got to share all this information with the world. I got to inspire my team. I've got to, you know, this is so great. And um, so then, so there's like this, you're like getting doubly indoctrinated. This is what I think. This is what I perceive. And this is what I believe is that people within their multi-level marketing companies are already like indoctrinated with their companies. But then there's a double indoctrination that happens or a double enmeshment when you're within this coaching industry as well. So with me, I was with rank makers. And so you're surrounded by all these people from different groups. So you're, you're already, you have to believe, you have to believe, but then you're doing all this training with Monet. You're doing all this other training with rank makers as well. So your time is totally taken up. Bite model, behavior, information, thought, emotional control. Rank makers, in my opinion, tick so many of those boxes. It's like unfucking believable, like uh, especially the emotional one. Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't even think about like how many. Like, I mean, I don't know. I've never been. Um, my like one small like experience with a uh, MLM coach is my Arbon, my Arbon mama. I hate that. <laughs> Um, she had a business coach and I was like, I remember thinking, I was like, why do you need this? <laughs> like I, and like, we had this training with her cause she like got it like included in her package or whatever. Like she was able to train her team. And I was like, this is not anything. Like, I literally remember being like, this isn't anything new. I was on my, I was on my way out. I was mm-hmm. having the good cognitive dissonance. Um, but it was so weird. So I'm just so enthralled by listening to Mm. your story because I've never been on that side of this very big problem in MLM. It's fucking intense. And there's like a good intensity, but what I've learned also, um, after doing self-education, working with my psychologist is that you feel like you're a part of this community, but we're all siloed because you cannot share doubts. You must have absolute belief in what Ray says, in my opinion, in what um, his coaches say, because if you waver at all, if you have the smallest doubt, then that means there's something wrong with your mindset. And usually this is the dark stuff that I don't like what I've seen happen is it's because of childhood trauma. You've got something that you need that has held you back that you need to work on. And you are encouraged to share that. So now I'm going to like talk about like two different kind of things here. So 
I like I attended, I did these 14 days. I was in rank makers. I was paying $20 a month us. And then I went to these rank maker live events. And then I decided to join inner circle coaching. I know fucking inner circle, the name inner circle. <laughs> <Red flag! laughs> My uh, husband is actually in a coaching, like a coaching group for fitness that's called the inner circle. So that's so funny. Cause I can't I even like all the time too. I'm like, Ugh! Yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm like, I'm allergic to that fucking word. Those I'm allergic to just curious. Are you open? Like a lot of the scripts. Okay, so I'll get into that. So I joined Inner Circle Coaching. Now, I didn't know like how many levels there were to get in at, but I got in at the lowest level I was told, which was $800 US a month. And so I'm like, if, and so this is called 100K Inner Circle Coaching. And at the time, uh, in my opinion, it was, if you do this for six months, you're going to be a hundred K, you know what it is, the Holy grail of the six figure income. That's what everybody strives for in network marketing, get the six figure income. It'll be amazing. You know? And I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I, I, I got to do this. And I had hired coaches for triathlon in the past and they had helped me succeed. I thought it's only natural to hire a coach for network marketing, which it's not the same thing at all. And so I joined inner circle coaching. Now, keep in mind now, by this point, I have been making a shit ton of content. I have a business page that I've grown on Facebook to over 1100 people. Um, I have a customer group called you are awesome. Cause I wanted everybody to feel awesome. Every time they went in there, I'm still like, I can be different. I can change the industry. Right. I had a VIP customer group. And then I had like my personal Facebook account. I had Instagram. So I was making, I was going live on uh, some, I, I was going live every day. I went live every day straight for three and a half years, by the way, every fucking day. Exhausting. Every fucking day. Yeah. Even when days when shit was going down, you know, my cat died. Ugh. I mean, I can't get this time back. You know, this right. is toxic and it's wrong. So anyway. Wait, wait, plus- hold on. I have a question about going live every day. Um, what do you talk about every single day? So what I would do, so this is what, uh, and I, I, I think this is quite clever. Um, it's manipulative. Um, but, um, you could, I would like read like a magazine or something like, uh, like I could like go into Oprah magazine, be like five ways you're being passive aggressive or something, five ways to stop self-sabotaging yourself, which I'll bring up that too. And then you're like, you're you're just going to read, I found this article from Oprah And I want, and this is really good. And I think you might really like it. Number one is this. Number two is this. Number three is this. And then you'd have a call to action. And this is what you would teach. And so the call to action could be something like, if you want the link to this, let me know. Or if you want, you'd have like a powerful call to action. Say, I, if you like this, I uh, made notes on the other 15 ways that you don't have to be passive aggressive. Send me a message and I'll like get that right off to you. And so then what they would do is if they reach out to you, because it's so fucking convoluted, right? I know how this sounds right now, but at the time I'm like, this is fucking amazing. It sounds um, they, like so much work. It's so much fucking work, but I'll tell you now I can make content like that. Yeah. That's why I can make so many fucking TikToks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can bang out the, but I mean, it was all done in this breeding ground of toxicity. Um, people would reach out to you. I'd, hey, Julie, I would love to have those 15 extra tips. And I'd be like, well, when I'm back at my computer, I'll get, so even if you had just on the fucking video, like you're encouraged to say, well, when I'm back at my computer, he says, even if you just have to step away from your computer to make it like you're telling the truth, just say that because you need to create a delay 
So then you can ask them, by the way, Danielle, what are you using for shampoo right now? Oh it's fucking, uh, it's just layers and layers and layers of this shit of deception, right? And all at the time we're like, this is amazing sales technique. Oh, I can do this. So then it's not about getting a sale. It's about creating conversations. That was another thing that's happened. It's busy work. This is behavior control. Yeah. So, and then you're like, well, you're just worried about getting a sale. Well, that's why, because you are, are focusing on the wrong thing. You need to be focused on creating conversations, not getting a sale. I'm like, well, this is about results. Like it's always so fucked up the gaslighting, all this mind fuckery going on. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm creating a shit ton of content. I'm doing all these things, but, but I'm not prospecting people. I had for a bit sending out cold messages to people on Facebook stuff on, on, on Instagram. I hadn't really done. I joined inner circle and I get a coach. She's a great coach who has since left. I had two coaches. Both of them have since left. Um, and they said, well, you know, if you're doing, this is what was really weird too. And I, and I don't want to, I don't want to be saying, oh, this is so bad um, on the coach because we were all fucking indoctrinated. And this is how we're all like taught. It's like, if you're doing all these things, then the only thing you really need to do is start prospecting. And I thought that was really weird. I remember that sticking out in my head at the time. I'm like, I would never say that to an athlete that came to me when I was training them. I'd be like, well, if you're telling the truth, then this is it. I thought that was weird, but I just kind of dismissed it. So I had to start prospecting people and I did, I went off like we all do, you know, when you get a network marketing, every fucking person says they went out like a, like ignorance on fire. Everybody, everybody says that. No, they're like, the people at the top are like, I'm the type of person that goes out. We're all fucking the people that go all out. Everybody that joins goes all out, you know? And then some people just fizzle out. Some people, they get to the fucking top of the pyramid, the 0.01%. So I ended up going, I was like prospecting at my peak. I was prospecting 200 people a day. I bought his prospecting journals. I chose the pink one and I'd write down their names. I'd, and if I got blocked on Facebook, cause I was sending out too many spam messages, we would celebrate. We'd say, Oh, look at this. And I'd go on to Instagram. And if you got blocked on Instagram, you'd go on to LinkedIn. And if somebody was a hater to you, you would celebrate it in the group. Say, I got my first hater. Hater is anybody that would say, no, I don't want to join your pyramid scheme. <laughs> The script I was taught. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I, I just, I, this is so like, I know so this is next level. I know this is fucking next level, man. So uh, the script, we had a number of scripts that we would use. Um, one of them would be, uh, would, or um, so, Hey, Danielle, I see, I know we don't know each other, but I see you're, you're a realtor. I work with a lot of realtors. Would you be open to taking a look at what I do with realtors to help make them some extra money? If not, no big deal. Or, hey, Danielle, I know we don't know each other. I see that you're in Arizona or Tucson. I'm looking to expand my business in Tucson. Would you be open to taking a look at what I'm doing? If not, no big deal. He's really big on saying, see if they're open, give them an out. I used to think that was the most fucking amazing advice either. I was like telling everybody, I'm like, look at this. Just ask everybody, see if they're open and give them an out, you know? It's just manipulation. It's so interesting too, because like, you know, I think that giving people an out is something that is not necessarily manipulative, but then you put it in this context and it's like, and it is yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, think about it. Like you're making plans with someone last minute and you're like, don't worry if you're busy, like you don't want anyone to feel bad about saying no to you or something like that. But then here we are in this setting where it's like, uh oh just yeah yeah <laughs> you, you get you you feel it right because it's like it's 
it's based on transactions. You want to recruit everyone. You need to ask everyone. If you're not asking, then you're, you're a coward. You are not going to impact the world and impact millions of people. You need to fight and show up for the people who were abused as you were as a child. And if you don't, you're a failure. You're failing them. That's also leveraged against you to get you to take action. So I just would do, and of course, like, I'm not like getting anything like, um, you know, I kind of get a customer here or there. It's not attributed to inner circle coaching. And there's so much busy work in inner circle coaching. There are more. So, you know, when you're in uh, multi-level marketing, I know Monate had a lot of groups, Facebook groups. There's your uplines group, your uplines, uplines group. Then there's Monate official. And and there's just so many groups. Well, rank makers, it's the same thing. So then there's like all these additional 14 day challenge groups. And then with inner circle, they'd have, they had another thing called goal guided power goal group. All I'm like purchasing this stuff on top of all that. I'm just keep sending money and buying these things and doing this training. I'm doing all this work. And with inner circle coaching, they also had this one thing. It was called weekend warrior contest. And, and around this time, TikTok, I get on TikTok and this is where it's like, this is where I, the cognitive dissonance started to show up for me big time. So I think it was like August, 2019 is when I was like, I could hear Gary Vaynerchuk. He's like, yeah, get on TikTok. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I got to get on TikTok. And I started right away to start growing. And as I'm doing this, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like I'm able to create content and using videos and I can tell a story in 15 seconds or less powerful trends are delivered to me every day. And they're like, it's so far ahead of like Instagram, Facebook. Um, and so trending audios, trending ideas, trending concepts, trending hashtags. And I mean, you can translate this into creating content on Facebook and on Instagram, not only just like putting it on because Instagram didn't have reels at that time. Um, but you could use that same concept and like, just put it up there because nobody'd seen anything like it. It's like really exciting. And it's going to teach you to tell a compelling story, which is story sell. That's what we're told. So I'm, I'm starting to get on this and I'm like, Oh, I'm starting to see this, this potential. And, um, meanwhile, I'm still in inner circle coaching and I'm seeing like the, like, in my opinion, Ray, when he gets an inner circle, he is like a fucking asshole. And I could see, I was like, what the hell is this? Like he, I always, he's so nice. He's so like, he believes in people. He has this tough love coaching, but in inner circle, it was like this veil lifted. And I remember still like, whoa, like, this is not the man I thought who this guy was, but I still was in there. I'm like, okay, you know, when you start seeing these contradictions and you're like, I can handle, I can handle this, but I'm just not going to like, think about it too much. That's what it felt like. When people would say, I'm not going to participate in this weekend warrior contest. It was like this bingo card with all these activities. And it was an obscene amount of work. You like prospect uh, like a crate, like a thousand people. And you have to um, do all these ridiculous tasks. Like that they just have decided that you need to do. And they said, this isn't, why do I need to do this? He would make a video and say, if you don't like this, then you get out. And like, he would like drop the F-bomb. I'm like, don't. And I fucking hate when it's this fake, like, I'm going to fucking intimidate you by dropping the fuck word. I'm like, I will out fuck fucking dropping the fuck. You know what I mean? I can't fucking stand that fake bro boss fuck bomb, you know, fucking say it or don't fucking say it. I'm getting jacked up in my fucking opinion. (laughs) You know what I mean? We see it. You see it with these guys.
guys with their scruffy beard on their podcast. It's the same fucking thing. It's like, don't, don't do that. You know, it's manipulative and it's, it's scary for a lot of people, but he would do that. He'd be like, if you don't like it, then you get out. Right. And so then people would like, they would leave inner circle coaching and they felt, Oh my God, like I didn't do this. I'm like, I don't like this. Like, this isn't, this isn't right. So now, meanwhile, I'm starting to grow on TikTok and it's starting to like, and I'm loving it. And I start telling um, like people, I'm like, you guys, like, this is like, you guys got to get on TikTok. This is really cool. And I'm always like, I want to help. I want to, every time I was like in one of these 14 day challenges, I'd be writing, like I've, I've done this for like, I've done this six times. Here's 15 things I've learned. I'd like, I did all this shit for free. I'm just like helping. I want to like help people. Like I want to see them. I don't care what company you're in. I'm like, Oh, you know, like all of us, we want to get in this, this business to help people. Right. And so I'm trying to tell everybody that this is fucking amazing. And I, he would go in like live in rank makers and he kept calling TikTok ding dong and he'd like really downplay it. And then he would, and it was clear that it was slay. It was like saying I was like, oh, I was so dumb to be on it. In my fucking opinion, that's what he's doing. And I have since had people that have left the group. They're like, we've seen this. We saw this. We're like, what? Are, what's going on? Why is there this weird thing of like, oh, it's so dumb. It's so stupid. It's a waste of time. And it accelerated, in my opinion, in the group. There was a like coaches that would go live. They do these trainings. They're like, if you're going to waste your time on TikTok. And I'm like, what the fuck is this pushback against TikTok? Like, I, I'm like, and I, the, and I, I still don't really know. I think it's just because I wasn't being obedient. Like if they don't come up with the idea, then it's like not cool. I don't, I don't really fucking know. I'm sure that's part of the thing. And then, you know, everyone at the time was probably like, well, this is a kid's app. Why are you here? I don't see, I mean, in my, my uh, algorithm, I don't see a single kid unless yeah. it's like one of my friend's babies. Like I don't go out there looking for teenagers to follow that's weird <laughs> yeah I'm like I just didn't understand it because I'm like you're doing the exact same things on these other platforms like how do you not see this right but the pushback that I got from rank makers like I was starting to go live I would go live I was going live every day on my own uh, personal like page I'm like giving all these tips for TikTok and I had all these people send me messages I had leaders quote-unquote leaders top of the pyramiders that are just you know um sending me have you monetized it yet that's they all fucking ask monetize because everything is transactional. I'm like, you know, you can show up on a platform and I, and without monetizing it, but just to have fun and learn how to create content. That was my angle. And, and I had, and I had all these people, there's another guy. He was like, you can't listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. He doesn't like multi-level marketing companies. I'm like, I can listen to whoever I want. And I'm, I'm happy that I had this. Cause I was still like, even at that time, even when I was still deep in it, I was still like listening to sources that were not supportive of multi-level marketing. So anyway, the reason why I'm going on about TikTok so much is because eventually they fucking clued in that TikTok was not going anywhere. It was pretty good. Now, the first thing I'd been trying, I'd been making tutorials on YouTube and all this stuff. I've since deleted them. I just actually deleted them like about a week ago because I was like, I can't fucking handle um, how I was speaking. I was speaking like uh, I was taught in rank makers. I don't like it. I don't want any thing of that left. There's some things I can let stand and that I can't. Hi everyone. My name's Julie Anderson. If you want three ways to grow on TikTok, I'm like, fuck no, I'm, I don't give a shit. That's gone. Yeah. I'm gone. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was like a personality switch right there. Boom. I can still do it. I can still do it. Yeah. And it's, it's messed up, you know? Um, so I, uh, I noticed there was somebody in the group 
that made, they were interviewed with a coach and they're like, I've just grown on TikTok and I have to attribute it to my coach. And they did this whole thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I've been going on about this for like six months. I don't give a shit about getting fucking credit or attention, but what the fuck is this? Like, this is clearly weird. Like why, like why? Right. And, um, so that I was like, this is like, this is fucking weird. So then it's like the pandemic hits March, 2020. And I lost my contract work. And, um, then I could no longer afford the coaching cause it's $800 a month. Um, and I'm like, okay, I, I gotta, I actually, I have to, I actually have to leave this group. And it was really hard. Cause I'm like, oh my God, like I can't go into my savings and like pay for this coaching. Like I need to get off. So I sent this email in and I'm like, I'm going to have to like leave this coaching. And I got a phone call from one of the coaches. I hope this story is making sense. I'm trying, Danielle. I feel like I'm more coherent than last time we spoke, but no, you're doing well. I think last time was probably harder because we were missing this part of the story. Right. Yeah. But yeah. you're doing great. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you have anything like point me back in the right direction or whatever, but um, no, I'm following, I'm following. <laughs> okay. And the coach called me and I felt so honored. I was getting a call by one of these top coaches who was a much more expensive coach than who I was paying for, which is still like a fucking amazing coach. Because by this time I was with my fucking really amazing coach who has also since left shout out to Jen. If I could say her name, congratulations, Jen, on getting the fuck out. Episode uh, 69. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. And um, so this is another coach that called me and she said to me, um, well, you can stay in this group for only $129 US a month. And I'm like, whoa, like I didn't even know that was an option, but I'm still, that's too much money. They're like, well, you can stay in the group. I think it was like for $29 a month. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I was paying $800 a month US. Why is this suddenly this option I didn't know about? And um, I'm, I was like, okay, but I can't, I'm not going to sacrifice getting my call. Like I'd get a call every two weeks. And I, I, I've said it was 20 minutes, but I, now I've, it's, it's actually, it was like every 30, I was for half an hour. I had to get a coaching call every two weeks. So I wouldn't get this coaching call anymore, but I could still be a part of this group. And now, and now keep in mind, I had content in this group. I had been interviewed by my uh, coach, Jen, as well about creating content. So that that's up there in that group. Um, maybe it's been deleted now. I know they've been purging <laughs> since you leave, which cult behavior is predictable. They just fucking erase, right? <laughs> which is why I'm speaking out because it's, it's not, this isn't good. So um, I join, I'm like, Oh my God, thank you so much. This is like, I'm so grateful to you. I can't even believe how generous this, I, I was like groveling. I felt so humbled. I'm like, Oh, what a unbelievable company that they've offered this option of $29 a month for me. And, but then I, I was in the group and I didn't feel like I had the right to ask a question or even comment on a post because I was only paying $29 a month. Now you can say, Oh, this is just in your head. You had this option, but it isn't, this is in my opinion, undue influence. This is the fallout of that. And I had, that was my awareness where I'm like, I don't like how I'm feeling here. I shouldn't be groveling, be grateful to be paying them $29 a month. I'm like, they need me. I don't fucking need them. And that was when I left the group only inner circle. So my psychologist, when I was like speaking, you know, with him, he's like, he honed in on that. I'm like, Oh, I never even like realized that was like the first, you know, big fucking moment. So um, I left the group 
but I'm still in rank mirror. That's only May. That was so I wanted, I wrote this down this timeline. It's been really important for healing as memories are coming up and stuff. I was March, the pandemic hit, but May 6th, I left inner circle coaching. So it shows you when you are removed from a group, um, like a cultic group, how quickly your critical thinking skills can start to like happen. However, that was March, 2020. So May 6th, I leave inner circle. Meanwhile, I'm growing on TikTok. I'm like getting a following and I'm like fucking having so much fun. And it's like impossible to ignore that I'm like doing well. Um, I'm still in rank makers. I'm still, um, they had this thing that I fucking love to do. It was called uh, like, you. it was, uh, you dance, you do a dance video every Friday. I would, so you could like, you'd upload a video of yourself dancing celebration Friday. So you could celebrate whatever you wanted. If you had a customer, if you prospected five people, if you like were, you know, you fucking just got out of bed, like what you celebrated. So I would like, and so because I'm making TikToks, I'm like, oh, this is so fucking amazing. And I would like, eh, like upload these dance videos. And then we would like love bomb each other. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. You just unlocked a memory for me. Thank you. I appreciate the memory unlock. I used to do that in my, not in like the beach body group I was a part of. Like they would just be like, let's do a dance party. And then everyone would post a dance party threat, like yeah. video. Oh my God. I didn't even think of how culty that is. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Oh my God. <laughs> it's amazing piecing these things together with our stories and our experiences. Eh? Like, yeah. That's the power. That's the power afterwards of having these conversations, you know? Well, you know, that's, I, um, you know, I joking, jokingly, unjokingly say, you know, this podcast is not only just for me helping other people (laughs) heal, but I have so many episodes where you'll hear me go, Oh my God. (laughs) it's helping me like unlock some of my trauma memories from all of this and to process it too like it's just so interesting how we all help each other and I know that there are people that listen and go oh my god I forgot about that or oh my god that happened to me I didn't even think that that was weird like oh my gosh now I'm seeing it totally different it's so interesting because it happens to me all the time when I listen to Roberta's podcast that that was that was exactly when I started listening to your podcast when I first got out I or when I was as I was like on my way out I I all these people's stories 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 certainly do sell (laughs) on the other way out too and I'm like oh my god that happened and that like all these all these stories are so similar and it I'm like that's all you need you don't have to try to create this content you don't have to take a course on how to be authentic you just hear other people's stories and you're like oh my god that's me that's I've had this too I'm not alone, you know? Um, so I'm growing on TikTok and um, it's, he posts, Ray posts on his page. Like he's got like fucking 300, 400,000 followers. I don't know what he's got. And he's like, I want, who is good at TikTok to do a TikTok training? And people tag me. I, I, I think this is how it happened in my personal alleged fucking opinion. I think this is how it happened. I don't, I've, memory can fucking be weird though too, right? But, and I think it was on his personal page that this happened. A lot of people tagged me saying, Julie Anderson, Julie Anderson, Julie Anderson. And, and again, I don't give a fuck about credit or all this fucking attention. Cause when you're multi-level marketing, they always go on and on and on about walking across the stage. Like, Ooh, you want to walk across the stage. And when, while I was talking about TikTok in this group, they're like, Oh, you're just doing it for attention. Like we're all fucking on social media for attention. What the fuck are you talking about? You, you want to create attention because you want engagement. 
you're fucking hypocrites. Why am I the bad guy? Like, what the fuck? Right. Like I knew, and I was getting pissed off because I had created a, like a presence. I don't want to say community because that word is also triggering, but whatever I'll say community outside of the group. And it was good. And it, and I'm like, this isn't, this isn't adding up, but anyway, I remember he responded something to someone that was like, well, I'm looking for somebody with results. And I thought, you know what? Fuck you. And so that day was the next day I created a Facebook group called TikTok for beginners. And I thought I'm going to put, cause you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And I'm going to just create all this content. I'm going to teach everybody how to create content on TikTok for free. And I've got like 6,800 people in that group right now. I've since like closed, I've made it like private because I was getting like inundated with so many spammers, but that, yeah, I'm like, I'm like really proud of that. And so that was, but that's December, 2020. So I left inner circle coaching May 6th, December the 20th. I create TikTok for beginners, but I'm still in rank makers, even though I'm pissed off. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I need a little bit of clarification because I think I got a little confused. So I want to make sure everyone else understands too. So rank, rank, rank makers is not the same as inner circle. They're not the same thing. No, it's a different level. So rank makers is the one that was $20 a month. When the pandemic hit, you could become a lifer, which I did. Rank maker lifer sounds familiar with Mon eight lifers and all these other ones, right? The lifer spend eternity or your life in prison, right? Yeah. I think it was like a hundred dollars, whatever. Inner circle coaching is another group. It's uh, primarily comprised of people within from rank makers, although there's like some people that aren't, but most people are, and it's a separate group. It's, but it's, and what we were told frequently when I was in inner circle coaching would be like to take the trainings, like if Ray would go in there and uh, once a month or something, and to write a recap of what, how grateful you were to learn what you did from his training into rank makers. So you're constantly promoting, you know, the, the coaching. And I had people, and this is one of the reasons why I'm speaking out is because I had people sign up that spent, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on his coaching because I endorsed it, you know, yeah. same as with rank makers too. We were always encouraged to hashtag rank makers, hashtag 14 day challenge. You know, you never hashtag Mon A, you never hashtag your company, but you hashtag them. You could even put your, their logo, they have rank makers logo on your like profile pic. And I have a lot of friends that still have that. Some people I've unfriended because I I can't, I can't handle it. You know, they're still, they're still in the call. They got to have boundaries. Right. But, um, you know, you know, um, does that make more sense about, Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. That makes okay. way more sense now. And I, I hate saying that word because he would always say that too. Does that make sense? And it's meant, I know all of this because his, 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 um, shtick hasn't de- evolved over five years. It's the same recycled content over and over and over again. Like all the funny things, like he draws this marketing thing and he calls it a thong. <laughs> like I've heard this joke for five years. Like this isn't funny anymore. It's all this stuff. Just curious is another phrase. Anyway. Oh my um, God. He's taking, he's taking <laughs> words like therapy words and trying to like he's manipulating like psychology language to make himself sound and that's a cult thing like that's stuff yes. that Keith Raniere did yes yes and that is what my psychologist said like things that I've been like telling him about he said this is social psychology like they're taking these things and they're using them unethically he just mm-hmm. is like wow you know um, okay. So that was December 20th. I start that group. And then February, this is the next year, 2021. I'm still in rank makers, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm 
you know, it's funny how you can just stick around for so long, even though I'm like pissed off and I'm like making, like I'm making these live videos. I'm like being snarky. I'm like all these social media gurus who are supposed to know everything now stampeding over to TikTok, right? Who could I possibly be talking about? <laughs> anyway, I, I do this, I do this, um, uh, 14 day challenge. I think it's like at the end of February. And I dropped out of that one. And that was the first one where I'm like, oh no, I'd, I, I didn't like, cause I, I remember he was reviewing one of my videos. Like I had like placed again, like it was like winning some money, but he had taught us this one thing in a training. And then he did it to my video and I'm like, fuck you. You know, I see, I see exactly what you're doing. It's not fucking okay. And he was comparing my video to another guy that was on TikTok, And in my opinion, this guy's a fucking douchebag, like just the grossest bro boss ever. And it was like, well, you know, so this is one of the trainings if you want. So for, so for example, say you have various product packs, you can get in without a product pack it with your multi-level marketing company with Monate for $99 us, but you want them to buy the highest price product pack. So what you do is you say, well, you can get in at $99. Like if, you know, if you really want to, but if you really want to take off with this business, you want to sign up with the $1,800.99, like you say it like that. So as he's reviewing my TikTok video, he does this. He's like critiquing my video. Well, you know, uh, you can do it like this. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out. And so I fucking left that group. I dropped out of the challenge. I stopped doing it. And then shortly after that, it was March 14th. I make a post on Facebook and I'm like, who the fuck is going to care? I just said, I'm no, I'm no longer doing a live video after th- like pretty much three and a half years. It's not, it's not healthy, you know? And, um, I couldn't fucking believe how many people commented. It was like a lot of people from rank makers, um, March 15th, he goes live in rank makers and he does a video about me. Doesn't mention my name, but I, all these people tag me in it. And he makes this weird narrative that I've stopped doing live videos because I can't handle haters, which isn't reality. It's, it's because it was unhealthy for me to continue to do this because it's fucking, it, it's fucked up to do that anyway. Right. I don't even need to explain myself. I had one of his, uh, people that work with him, um, that is the, in cult language. I don't like it because it's dehumanizing. Um, uh, but it, they call them flying monkeys yep. sent me a message right after. And she said, Ray's done a live video about you. I just wanted to make sure that you're quitting doing live videos for the right reasons. Now keep in mind, this isn't, this is a fucking group outside of my multi-level marketing company. Why would this happen? I have not been in inner, inner circle coaching. I had purchased this lifer member. Why is it so important that he's making a video about me in this group? And then one of his like fucking hired employees is messaging me. This doesn't, now I'm like, this is so fucking weird. At the time it was fucking weird too, right? And plus all these people had tagged me in this video. I never, I went into the group um, and I saw that there was a video and I saw my name in there repeatedly. I refused to watch the video. Cause I'm like, you're not getting my view. And that was the last time I was in that group. And then I ended up like, I ended up like removing myself from all of the, all of the various groups that I'd still been associated with. Um, but then I had since learned allegedly in my fucking opinion, I saw a screenshot that that same person that had sent me this message had said, we, eh, we, Julie was escorted out of the group. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I, I like that. I'm like, was I? That's like so rad. <laughs> oh, but 
but like way to like change the story around on you yeah. right? like you oh, yeah. chose to leave and yeah. she made it sound like you were kicked out like yeah making you a bad guy um, oh yeah total tangent I was just going on uh, the website to just like poke around and I saw uh, that they have a video with Shalene Johnson from Beachbody on there. Oh yeah. Shailene and Ray go like, fuck it. They're always teaming up and doing these, in my opinion, bullshit Instagram courses. Like it, it's, it, and I'm sure he's getting a cut and allegedly in my opinion, I don't know why they'd be teaming up otherwise, you know, and it's always been like really shitty information. In my opinion, they were behind TikTok, and it's always like, this is the strategy that you have to do. I remember I attended this one training and uh, she was saying, I've got the pipeline. Like, I know exactly what's going on with Instagram. Like we are like directly like in link and this is what you have to do. You have to create another account or you, and you, you can hire somebody else as a virtual assistant. You owe it to yourself. Even if you're like, can you imagine who the fuck has the time for this? You just like this person signing up to sell fucking shampoo or whatever. Right. right. But this is the strategy. This was the strategy on Instagram. They were like selling or touting is you just take other people's content and then you make sure that you credit them, but then you just post it because it's already doing well. So you find something that's gone like viral or has like, you know, 10 million or it's done well. And then you just put it on yours and it's like, Oh, look at my analytics are doing so well. I've got all this reach. Well, this reach doesn't mean anything. You know, it's, it's just this, these numbers, like, and it's just wrong. Like, why are you taking other people's content? It's just like to make it easier. And like, to what end this isn't growing your network marketing business. I don't like how, um, that whole thing is going. I've also seen her make content on, uh, TikTok about doing the gaslighting thing about anti MLM. If you're anti anything, that's terrible. I'm like, no, you're fucking wrong there because I'm I'm anti human trafficking too. And so, and there's, so so don't even fucking go there. Yeah. I was just going to say like, there are some things that it's totally okay to be anti, like anti racism, anti human trafficking, anti I don't know. There, yeah, there it goes things. on and on, but that's that whole narrative, right? That whole yeah. twisted fucking weird thing. So March 15th was the last time I was in that group. And, um, and then from there, it was like, uh, towards, I started to become more disillusioned. It was because of rank makers that it led me out of multi-level marketing. That was what it did. It was, it was my experiences from that group, from Ray, from his, uh, whole culture um, from how I was treated. And, um, and then I, I watched Lula Rich, listen to Roberta Blevins podcast, listening to your podcast, anti-MLM Reddit, boom, 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 boom. the dominoes started to fall. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out. I was going to let my, uh, membership, uh, just, or my, not my membership, my, uh, distributorship, or whatever, it's on eight laps. But then I'm like, the more I learned, the re- I realized I had to get out. So December the 13th of 2021, I made my first piece of anti-MLM content on TikTok. Story about rank makers doesn't end end here, because five days later, they started to come after me, fucking rank makers, and it was like another one of his quote unquote flying up monkeys who I fucking respect and I want to see her get out. She's a really good person, um, and she worked for him and uh, made a piece of content or like was like I, it wasn't my experience. I'm so sorry that was your experience, but I found a better way, and I'm like I just. I've put that post on Facebook now. And I also put it on Instagram. I, I brought it back because I want to point out that, okay, um, you work for this man. I've trained with, like, I took your training. You were also doing videos. Are you saying that rank makers training is shit? 
that it's of course she's with fucking Modair too. It's always Modair. Modair is on my shit list right now because there's that dude allegedly, in my opinion, which you could just Google it, MLM PTSD. If anybody Googles that, this guy goes on and on. I've reported him to TikTok. I've reported him to his fucking company, Modair. I'm still waiting to hear back from them. I've done videos about this. I reported him to the FTC. They, so he's made up this fake Modair seems to endorse that this fake medical condition called MLM PTSD only afflicts people in network marketing companies outside of Modair. And what is this mysterious ailment, but having feeling stuck in your business, <laughs> you sign up with Modair, Modair, it goes away. And then everybody's like, MLM PTSD is a real thing. So it's this whole fucking weird, toxic shit show that's going on. So it took five days for them to start like peppering me with these. I'm so sorry. That was my experience. And I'm like, I'm starting to create content. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm standing up. I'm learning how to set boundaries. I'm learning how to speak out, speak up. So here we are now. It's like seven months, basically later, July. He has continued allegedly, in my opinion, to make content about me in the group and also others that have left. Um, My coach, Jen, finally left, which was fucking amazing and others have continued to leave and they've started uh to speak out people that have been coached by inner circle coaching um they've been speaking out on tiktok another thing that i'm if if you're pressed for time please let me know because i wanted to okay so um i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna finish up where we're at right now but then i need to address this other part that's the reality show that they did that was two seasons that i need i really need to speak on because this is this whole other yeah it's yeah, fun. you do. Okay. Yeah, you do. So I I'll, got I'll, time for this. Let's okay. go. <laughs> okay. So, um, Get the popcorn. <laughs> so as, as I've been speaking out, you know, as you go through this, um, realize, oh, and I also have to add this too. I'm so sorry. I, I'm, I've done, I'm trying to, I'm a lot more coherent than I was, but I do apologize for anyone, for anyone that's listening to this, if I'm kind of hopping around a bit, but, um, the, one of the chef's kiss of this is that Ray, messaged me, Hey, rockstar, can you do a TikTok training? Because we're going to like do a course. And I love, like, I want you to train. Cause you're like, he calls everybody a fucking rockstar when he wants something from them in my fucking opinion. And I was like, so I'm like, yeah, even though I was pissed off, I'm like, I want to help people. And I'm like, I still admired him. Wait, was this I, when you were already out when you left after you left or were you still in? I was out of inner circle, but I was still within rank okay. makers. So this is before that, like when he commented on your video. Yeah. Okay. And I need to find out the right day. Actually, I have to find that out. And so I was like, yeah, so I did this video and I thought like, I, I just respected him so much. I like, even though he pissed me off, like I still fucking respected the man. Right. And I had learned a lot from him and, um, I'll fucking give him credit there. He's helped me a lot, you know, with a lot of things. Um, And so I just thought that he was going to pay me. I didn't think I was, he was just going to fuck, like, just fuck me over. But that's exactly what happened. I got this training. He bundled it up and I have, I got the fucking email where it's like, mine is, mine is included as a, he sold this course. My training was included as bonus number two with a retail value, according to him of $27. I didn't get fucking paid anything. I wasn't even offered. And I've had, you know, people within rank makers saying, it's like, well, you don't know your value. It's like victim blaming. Why didn't you say something? I'm like, because you know what? I fucking respected him. I thought he was a, had integrity and it was a businessman. I thought he was going to do the right thing. I was enthralled. I thought he was the fucking best thing ever. I thought, and I was blown away 
when I got nothing and I'm like, oh my God, that was kind of also part of the mm-hmm. thing of the veil lifting and realizing yeah. I'm like, this is brutal. So I think this is a really great spot for me to point out uh, the difference between having someone on a pedestal versus having respect for someone. You had him so high up on that pedestal yes. that you lost value because he was quote, kind of like better than you. Like that's how yes. you saw him. Yes. versus having respect for someone like I respect you yeah that doesn't mean that you or I are better than each other we're both exactly. human beings who are our rock stars yeah we're exactly awesome. <laughs> you know what's funny is that after you know afterwards there was one of my friends she was one of my market partners and she left like Monade as well she left like um all of network marketing. And she had contacted me and she says, I will do free artwork for you. Like for TikTok, if you ever want anything, I'm like, no, I would pay you. I would never. Do. And then I realized I'm like, I would never fucking do that. But he had no problem doing that. And what I've learned since then, allegedly, in my opinion, is this is common behavior for him. He has done this with other women as well. So um, there's, there's that piece. There's that piece. Okay. So now he's continued to make content about me, about other people who have left allegedly, in my opinion, always passive aggressively, not saying anybody's names, but it's clear who he's talking about. And, um, so then when I, where I've been at, because when I started to speak out and then when I was hit, when I started to, I was realizing I have referred people to this man. I have endorsed his coaching. I feel personally responsible because people have spent thousands of dollars on his coaching. I can't, I don't know how to deal with this. It hit me when I was four months after speaking of after December 13th. And that's when I got a psychologist. Cause I'm like, I need, I want to be an activist. Mm -hmm. I want to speak out on, on what's going on. I want to speak out on behalf of others who are too afraid. And I want to create safe spaces on social media for people who are leaving so they can air it out and set those boundaries like, that's why I say the word fuck so much. One of the ways is because it seems like it's like it pisses a ring of fire around me and the community because it seems to like chase away a lot of network marketers. They don't like it. It's like, it's, I remember when I would see people speaking out against multi-level marketing, I just viewed them as haters. I couldn't. So I know that le- extra, extra level is really pushing people away. So it's like the people that are questioning, it's like, it's safe for them. That's my strategy. I mean, fuck, I don't, I don't fucking know. It's... You're using it as like bug spray. <laughs> Totally. That's exactly it. Deep. You know, the, the real like persistent mosquitoes will still listen, but. <laughs> exactly. And so it's, um, anyway, every time I, I've gotten wind that there's been content made, I hammer my Instagram and Facebook stories because he's taught me how to create curiosity posts and how to respond to curiosity posts. He taught me really how to create effective content, like tools to do that. And so I'm using those skills now. <laughs> so when he, he creates a curiosity post about me. I'm like, this is easy. I can just like, I know exactly. I can just, I know exactly how these people think because I used to think like this. I know how to plant seeds. And so, yeah. and that's what I do. And I'm in the right place at the right time. I don't see myself doing this forever, but it's just, it happens to be evolving in this way. So that's why I create content like that, like that. Okay. So then it's been like recently, I'm going to like get to this reality show right away, but it is important to note that because I'm really, really, really concerned about what I perceive as the devolution of this group. Because um, since I left, there's been like, I think he's been working with this coconut Joe fucking Dr. Joe Dispenza, the doctor, I call him coconut Joe. There was this, um, (laughs) and I mean it to be fucking disparaging. So there was this um, clothing store in Canada when I was growing up called coconut joe a legend in his own mind right (laughs) 
And so he's working with this guy and it's all about this, it's weird energy manifestation enlightenment, but it's all done under this weird thing of network marketing, how he's twisting it. So there was another, there was this other, this last piece of content made um, talk where somebody asks a question in the group, what's going on with all this hate about like anti MLM stuff. And there's a response and I, and it's very clear. They're talking about me, in my opinion, they typed it out. And they said um, that there's people that used to belong to this community and they're actually bragging about reporting people to the FTC. And I'm like, and this, we're entering a new age of enlightenment. And the people who are toxic and venomous and bullying are going to be left behind. There's two choices. You're either going to be with network marketing or you're not. It's fucking weird. I made a piece of content on, and I read exactly what it was. And there was fellow rank makers that are like, oh my God, they don't see that this is like the magical thinking that happens in cults. It's us versus them. We are superior. The people outside of the group who dare to criticize or dare to do anything differently are wrong. They're lesser than we are the enlightened ones. I'm like, where the fuck is this group going? I love these people. Like I'm fucking worried about what's going to happen. You know, I don't know, you know, so, so there's that. Okay. So that's where we're at right now. Okay. So now this is this reality show. There's this whole other fucking component that I hadn't really thought deeply about because I was getting out. There's all this other shit going on. I think it was 2018 and 2019. They did two reality shows, Ray and his wife. They called it play to win. They had this guy named Hank Norman. Now Hank Norman, in my opinion, is also like right up there with fucking sleazy douchebag con men. He would he, he would post, like he would brag that he helped Mel Robbins, like become famous. He had this clip of her that he would play all the fucking time where she's like endorsing him. I wouldn't be where I was without Hank. Right. Allegedly in my opinion. And I'm like, I, I never liked this guy. I'm like this. I just, he gave me the heebie jeebies. He gave me the willies. Right. But they were like, we're going to do this reality show. And what it's going to be is we're going to get, um, I think it was like 40 network marketers from rank makers and they're going to go to Ray's house and they're going to do all these challenges. And then the prize is going to be either to get a job with him, the Higdon group, or to get a year's coaching with him. And that doesn't even make sense. Well, the coaching prize makes sense, but why would you want a job work all that time in your, in your business and your business that you own your business, you're the CEO of your own business. So why would you need to compete for a job? Exactly. And I know I'm like, what the fuck is this? The whole point is to have you got mom, 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 care, mom, care, not daycare or just wait, it gets fucking worse. So I remember I actually fucking applied to this thing. Cause I'm like, Oh fuck, this is my chance. I'm going to get well, a year's coaching. Fuck. I respect this man. So he's cool me, on a reality show. He's helped me grow on social media. He's shouted me out. And you know, when you get a shout out, it's like, especially you've been touched by a God. That's what it feels yeah. like. Right. And I think it's important to speak on these things. Cause there's an incredible amount of shame because you realize what a fucking clown this whole thing is like. And that's why I'm owning it. I'm fucking owning it. So other people can own it too. And they can speak out and they can laugh and laugh and let, and let it go, you know, because there's nothing when you are manipulated, when you are targeted and, and these things happen to you, it's, it's okay. Like we, we have to talk about this. This is what, this is the healing, you know, this is the healing. So yeah, um, absolutely. 
So the whole, so this was amped up too. Like people were like, Oh my God, I got accepted into this reality show. We're going to go there. So what is the point of this? The point of this is this weird thing he was talking about. You know what, you know, this is going to grow our brand. And it's like, so if you think of this whole coaching industry, anyway, it's predicated on the belief that the multi-level marketing industry is a legitimate business model. And as we all know, it's not. So it's really, really, really fucked up that there's this whole coaching thing that's just feeding on this. And it's how it keeps people is that there's something wrong with your mindset. Mm-hmm. Last piece of content I just made about uh, Ray and Rank Makers was this morning because I'm able to look at his videos now after being like seven months not looking at it. And I saw a red flag I'd never noticed before because seeing this, I'm able to look at him without being triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he literally helps people every day, like stop self-sabotaging themselves. He, and I'm like, this is fucking wrong. Like you are now shifting your internal locus of control to him, external locus of control. He gets the right to tell you what's wrong with you. He's right. telling you that yourself out and he's going to tell you how to fix it. And only he can tell you how to fix it. There's something wrong with you. There's always something wrong with your mindset. So this is where it gets really fucking dark. And I wanted, and this is, um, this needs to like, maybe have like a trigger warning or something. Sure. Um, and uh, out of respect for people that may not ever want to come forward about this and that have a lot of trauma and are deeply, deeply fucking shamed um, about this. Um, this reality show is still on Facebook. You can still Google it. You can still search for it. I think they have a website called play to win TV. It's on YouTube. Still has it on his YouTube channel, play to one win reality TV. You could probably just type in rank makers or Ray Higdon as well to find it, but it is on Facebook as well. Play to win. And, um, these people are interviewed by him and his wife one at a time, and they are humiliated and broken down. They are told like um, they need to divulge their uh, personal deep shit abuse, being sex trafficked, um, having horrible things happen to them, and they have to divulge this publicly. And then they're broken down. Each one of my friends who has spoken out about this, he's created a piece of content publicly on TikTok. So I feel comfortable mentioning this has said that uh, he was one of the lucky ones because he was the first person to be interviewed. And he had heard that Hank Norman dude say, you need to be harder, Ray, something like that on, on the other people. And he's like, oh, I will. So each person that was interviewed by him and his wife, where they're videoing it, they're breaking them down more. And people would come out there crying and they'd all be hug- holding and hugging each other. This is just day one. They, uh, people in the group, like people were also talking about afterwards of having vulnerability hangovers. These people were being fucking broken down and they're having trauma bonds in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. He he would market this as like tune in next week to see so-and-so who was sex trafficked. You need to show up for your network marketing business for all the other women who've been sex trafficked, just like you. If you give up, you fail them. How fucked up is that? This is fucking wrong. These people are fucking suffering still. People have left. It's so fucking gross. And um, this, so that was season one. And I since have been told, I've been given the okay to speak on this publicly, that the reason why many of these people are afraid to speak out is because he has allegedly, in my fucking opinion, collateral on them. Which, if you don't know, Keith Raniere in The Vow, similar, which is when Mm -hmm. they were filming this reality show, they had to speak about deeply personal traumatic experiences that happened in their childhood, because this is going to unlock their potential to succeed in network marketing. Yep. They didn't want to do this, but they're in a group and they don't know what to do. They're in a different environment. They respect him. 
They want to work with him and he's exploiting them in my opinion. So this goes on on this fucking reality show. This is what, this is why people aren't speaking out um, because they're afraid that if they, if they do what's going to be released. So there was another season of this too, however many episodes. And so you can see them do these ridiculous tasks. They're being publicly ridiculed, berated. Um, he would do videos about it. And every, and I remember watching it the first season I was watching. I'm like, Oh my God, wow, this is so amazing. It's such good coaching. That's how fucked up this is. Keep in mind. I was also taught being vulnerable means oversharing on social media. Mm-hmm. I had, this is another trigger warning. I had one of my videos that I did. I'm it's, it's horrible. I spoke about when I tried to like, I tried to kill myself when I was in my twenties, like slit my wrists. Right. I did that on a fucking video so I could potentially recruit people. It sounds horrendous when you're on the outside, but when you're on the inside and you believe that by doing this, you're truly going to help people and you're a terrible person. If you don't speak out for all the other women who have had doubt, who have hated themselves, who have had self-loathing, who have had addiction. And by you speaking out, you're going to help them. It's framed. It's, it puts it in a different light, you know, and that's, and that's, and then when you realize, oh, fuck, this is not right. Uh, how, this is why people don't speak out. I mean, who, who wants to admit that, you know, I become a manipulator. I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. I thought I was selling shampoo. I thought I was going to like impact the world. I thought I was going to do help all these people make money. And I'm like, here I am leveraging and exploiting my deep shit that I haven't ever talked about on social media, on Facebook for entertainment. And then trying to like, Oh my God. Anyway, um, watch the first season, season one. Uh, and there's like, you know, somebody wins, they get a, they get a year's coaching with them. And then, um, season two, season two rolls around and I couldn't watch it. I knew I'm like, this is fucking gross, but I didn't understand how gross it was. I'm just like, this is just bullshit. The reason why this is the it's, I wish I could have had the, the awareness now, the fury, the fucking rage, the outrage at how these people have been treated. Um, but I didn't, the only thing that pierced through was I'm like, this is a fucking contradiction because it was, there was no longer the coaching option. It was just a job with him. And he was like saying, if I'm remembering correctly, allegedly, in my opinion, that people that are top earners, I mean, they're even vying, you know, at this reality show so they could have the honor to work with him because he's that fucking amazing. You know, I didn't watch any of it because I, because of that, I wish it had been for the other reason, but I can fucking speak out now, especially on behalf of other people because of what's going on. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm doing this is like, um, people feel trapped. People feel ashamed. People feel, um, very confused and they feel alone. We are taught not only within our network marketing companies, but especially in various coaching groups, especially within the rank makers, in my opinion, that there is something fundamentally wrong with your mindset. There is something wrong with your money mindset. There's something wrong because you haven't um, shared about your childhood trauma that you need to, to do. It's, and it's all a fucking lie because it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. Only 0.01% of people are ever going to succeed at these fucking things. It has nothing to do with your mindset. And that's what it's being leveraged. It's all gaslighting. It's all your fault. Oh, you're vibrating at a lower frequency. That was another thing that was said. Um, people are vibrating at a lower frequency. I made a cheeky post. I'm like, no, I'll tell you this. I don't know about high vibrations or low vibrations, but I do know it has nothing to do with that. It's about where you place the vibration. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> my fucking Gen X comes out. There it is. <laughs> you know, 
as you were saying it, I was thinking it. So yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm a lot more, I'm a, have more education now, more self-education. I'm on healing. I'm, uh, I've been reading, uh, listening to a little bit culty with Sarah Edmondson and Nippy Ames. I've uh, read combating cult mind control, freedom of mind with Stephen Hassan. I've attended that uh, MLM conference, 2022, taken notes, read Robert Fitzpatrick's Ponzi-nomics books. You know, when people within network marketing, he's like, do your research. I'm fucking doing my research. I'm actually doing the fucking research. Yanya Alich and Madeline Tobias's book, Take Back Your Life, you know, about uh, recovering from cults and abusive relationships. So I, um, I, one of her other quotes that she was just uh, mentioning about was um, ang- um, just as fear is the backbone of cultic control, anger is the fuel for recovery. And uh, we're taught when you're in network marketing, especially within rank makers, in my opinion, um, that you must always be positive. You got to watch what you put out into the universe because it will come back to you. So you, you can't, you can't be yourself. You can't be authentic. You can't have uh, anger. You can't be sad. You need to, you need to be this other person. Right. And, and, and just that it was just like, I'm, fu- I'm fucking angry. You know, I, I have so much love and I'm fucking angry and I'm sad and I'm happy. I'm like all these things. So I'm like, I like that quote. Anyway, yeah. there we are. Uh, wow. Um, I want to take back my popcorn comment because <laughs> I had no idea what we were about to get into. I was just like, I thought it was going to be like that reality TV show that that other multi yeah, that W Fab. No, this is yeah. deeper and darker. Um, I've yeah. no, I've made I've made content on it on TikTok, like talking about it. I've oh, had yeah. people um start to watch uh, my. I know my mom. She was watching uh, the first the first episode she's like i can't believe how pompous they seem him and his wife talking down to these people i've had other people comment um or i'm like i can't even get through this it's like it's so abusive that's what comments on tiktok are saying so that's allegedly in their opinion yeah you know, i don't want to fucking speak for them right but right allegedly in their fucking opinion they see it too so this is just out there for the world to see as if it is okay behavior and it is not okay especially right. to, what i find it so gross is because it's for network marketing I get of all the sleazy right. bag things, right? Um, and also, I just kind of want to put out there too, like I know that some people will be tempted to go and watch that, but um, just remember oh, yeah. that all of the views that you give them is yeah. probably putting money in their pockets. So, I mean, if you really want to watch it, go for it. I'm, I'm not here to police anyone. Just kind of a reminder that uh, they probably get money when you watch yeah. that. And you know, that's the other thing too. Cause I'm like, how do you, how do you say this? Cause it's like, I feel like they get off on when you talk about them and say their name. Cause I know how this narrative goes. I've seen it play out where they're like, Oh, all these people talking about me. Right. So I'm like, how do you say it in a way where you're, you're speaking out about what's going on, but you're like walking this line of not like feeding into this weird fucking narcissism bullshit. Like, I don't know. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking say it. Yeah. And people can figure it out. Like, I don't like I, I, I feel, I feel protective about these people who have been through this reality show, uh, what's gone on. Um, people need to know, I don't, I don't want to send them views. That's for sure. But people need to know, you know, so I don't, I don't know what the right way through this is, but I do know that the truth needs to come out because yeah. there's people that are, you know, I'll tell you the people that have left, they're like, thank you. Thank you so much for speaking out. And they're getting the courage to start speaking out. That's who I'm showing up for. So it's like that. I'm not showing up um, for Ray. Not anymore. I'm showing up for the people that he's um, allegedly, in my opinion, manipulating, exploiting. Um, I'm showing up for those people that are uh, have started to comment and ask questions and start critically thinking. I'm showing up for the people who are too nervous to, too scared to. 
And then they, they finally, they finally get the fuck out, you know, and that's who I'm showing up for. That's my, that's who I'm speaking to, you know? Um, and those people like this podcast is here for you too. If you're scared and you don't want to have your name on it, that's totally okay. Like the point of this podcast is for people to be able to share their stories and start to process what's going on access this is not in replacement of therapy but this access to therapy is extremely limited right now um in, in so many parts of the world and i just hope that this experience can be helpful for somebody and i think that sharing your story is a way of uh, like uh container it's container work in my opinion where you get to tell your story. It's in the podcast. It doesn't have to live in your brain anymore. It doesn't have to live in a place that's going to torture you because you know what? You got it out. It's it's somewhere on the it's somewhere on the internet. So I mean that can be scary too, but um it doesn't have to live in your head and torture you every single day. It can it can just live here with me and I'll I'll take it from you. <laughs> it's it's really healing, you know, I think I know for me not being able to talk about it or like I never had actually told like a story. It was only when I first started speaking with you and there's a power in that of piecing together and trying to make sense of what happened. And it is important to healing. We want to learn what has happened to us. We want to learn why it has happened to us. We want to make sense of it. And that's taking our, our power back. That's taking like, like our fucking minds back, you know? And I know uh, there's very few people that are like, uh, like professionals that are, um, have cult training or whatever, but I have learned if they're trauma, if they've got like areas of practice with trauma, it's very good. I know the person that I'm working with, I had sent this fucking email. I'm like, Oh my God, what do I even say? I was crying by the river. It like knocked me down. I'm like, Oh, I can't handle this. Like, what do I do? And I'm like, hi, have you ever worked? You have any experience with people recovering from a cult? <laughs> like, what the fuck do I say? Right. And then, um, but uh, he's educated himself. He's starting to learn more. He was watching Lula Rich and I was like, explain things. And I'm really lucky because my guy is like off social media entirely, which is so good because there's so many um, assumptions that I just think that people have about all kinds of things, like words, like biofeedback and it's all this bullshit. And I'll say something to him and he'll be like, I've never heard of that. Like, and I'm like, oh my God, like that's bullshit too. You know, <laughs> it's all bullshit. All of it is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. And what I tell people too is uh, to, if you can't find somebody that knows about cults or knows about commercial cults or knows about MLMs and is anti-MLM, well, I mean, make sure that they're not supporting a network marketing company, but it's okay to ask. And if they will not, they have the right to not answer and that's totally okay. Like, but you have the right to ask. Um, And if the answer is not no, or I don't even know what that is, then uh, you want to, you want to get out of there, but domestic violence, uh, is a cult of two. So, uh, if they know at least enough about domestic violence and are willing to put in a little bit of legwork to get you there. Um, also Megan Williams, uh, workbook, I will plug that all of the time because it's so good. I have a copy. Um, I know that the workbook is about, uh, multi-level marketing and obviously this group is about multi-level marketing but I think that you could probably go through it and do it once for your multi-level marketing and once for uh being in rainmaker rank makers right mm-hmm. um what's it called uh cutting ties after MLM I believe 
is what it's called. Uh, but Megan Williams, she's great. She also has her own podcast, The Authenticity Experiment. Oh. It's really good. So <laughs> just a little plug for Megan. <laughs> yay, Megan! Yay, Megan! <laughs> Uh, you should go on her podcast too because it's so fun I just did her podcast last week oh oh I I have to listen to that I gotta listen to you I Uh, I love you in a (laughs) non-culty way in a non-culty non-fucking culty way (laughs) um are you trying to love bomb me right now? yeah exactly (laughs) like oh I'm I you know I'm really struggling right now to like uh find my words this is what I've to find my language again, because I find myself, myself speaking like Ray, because I watched him like intently for five years yeah, every day, pretty much. Because if I, if he, like, if there wasn't, if I missed a day, like I would like go back and I would watch a video or, you know, I'd, there's always like these countless trainings. So words that I say, like tangled up, that's something he says all the time. I say that and, and it drives me crazy. So I'm, I'm constantly, I'm like, what is something else I can say? But it's just having that, it like come up this awareness. I'm, I want my, I want myself back and I'm not going to go back to who I was before. I know, I know that, yeah. but I need to, it's like forming, getting your way out of this, healing your way out of this, you know? Yeah. And I, and I, and I want to, you know, there's this whole thing too of like people, oh, well, there's good, there's good in things. Yeah. You don't need to go through something this horrendous to get the few fucking nuggets of good. You can get a lot of good from just good people. That was another thing. Like this whole thing of like, well, you can't. Yes, I can. I can absolutely say this was a horrible experience. I can say I regret it. I can say that I did learn things from it as as well. I can say whatever the fuck I want now because the group doesn't get to decide what I say. I do. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. What a light (laughs) drop. I need to take that for a sound clap. (laughs) Sound clap. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Uh, <laughs> That's where I'm like, I'm the show. I'm like, fuck them. Fuck you. Fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm put, uh, so angry. I don't fucking know. Because right? <laughs> I'm healing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to put an F-bomb warning on this episode. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like the swearing in brackets. My mom is like, Julie, you're such a nice young woman. My mom says, <laughs> Why do you have to swear? I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, mom. I can't. This is just who I am. Oh, mom. I'm um, a disappointment. Mm. So I wanted to comment though on uh, you using similar language to him, and I just want to, you know, you don't need permission from me, but I want to like let you know it is okay to use the same words. He doesn't own those words. Fuck him. He does not own those <laughs> words. You yeah. own those words. You own the words yeah. that come out of your mouth. And he doesn't get to have power over that language for you anymore. Yeah, that's, you know, that's really good because I, thank you for that. Because I remember when I was reading uh, Stephen Hassan's, one of his books, and he talks about the word moon really triggered him and he was like floating or whatever. And that, and that's what I actually, when, when you said that, that's what actually happens with me. There's like certain words or phrases. And then I just like see him. Yeah. saying it and I and I want and, and like Stephen Hassan like claim the word moon back like it sounds so fucking weird but when you're experiencing it like you get it like if you've been, been in one of these high control groups but I know how it sounds outside like when I saw um when I, I really really like seeing uh there's a woman it's uh, breaking even communications I think that's her YouTube channel and I saw her do a three-part series on Ray and I was watching that and I found it so 
helpful to have someone that was like, she's not in like at all. I don't even know who this person was, but she was just like, well, this doesn't make sense. And this, and this, I'm like, people aren't, aren't impressed with him. Like on the outside world, nobody knows who the fuck he is and nobody cares. And I was like, oh, he's like the ultimate guru of gurus. He knows everything, but he's like small fry, man. (laughs) Like nobody knows. And I was, and, and that has been really empowering of like, even people saying it's like people paid how much for that coaching. It's just like, there is kind of like that. Oh, like, I feel like, oh, I, I know that. How could I have been so stupid? Why didn't I wake up uh, sooner? I know I've been learning that from Yanya Alich. That's um, common when you leave cults, you, you are asking yourself. So I know that it's okay. It doesn't feel okay. It feels horrible, but it is healing. And it's helping me like get myself back. Like where I'm like, no, I, you don't get to trigger me anymore. I'm going to like face this. And that's why it's been it's been healing right now to now kind of look at some commentary like that, like videos early when I can see, I can't, people will send me a video. They're like, Oh, he's made this video about you. I'm like, I can't watch it. I'm not affected by the words. I can't handle looking at him. That's where I'm at. I know it sounds weird, but that's where I'm at. But I feel safer when it's like somebody else kind of doing it. I don't know. It's like this weird buffer or something, but it's been healing for me to look at that now on this other side with this fresh eyes, this healing, like a more powerful, I'm more aware I can see through the facade. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, this sounds ridiculous. Oh my God. I heard these same stories for like five years. He has not changed this shtick at all. I can see through it. And it's like, I I don't want to continue to do that. But yet it's powerful for me to do it right now, just to like the part of the healing thing anyway. And I, I just want to be clear because it's like, it, I think it will help. I think it might help other people, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to be like, I just want to give you the validation. Uh, and I feel like terrible even telling you this, but also I feel like it might be helpful. Um, so I am, uh, my specialty in uh, therapy is I work with clients with dissociative disorders, specifically DID who are usually, I mostly work with transgender people anyways, but I just recently just did a um, training on ritualistic abuse and cult uh, within DID, like people that get DID from being in these groups. And like, I mean, you can't get DID as an adult, you, you, it forms as a child, but um, anyways, tangent. Um, But what I wanted to say is like, those like, dissociation cues that you're getting with his words that is a sign of cultic abuse like those are those are trigger points like he planted those things on purpose he knows what he's doing yeah he knows what he's doing he's a yeah he might not know all of them but he knows what he's doing no he's smart he's a fucking smart guy he knows exactly what he's doing and that was one of the things that i've been really grappling with and i think that other people do too and i and is it i'm like does he really not know? How can you not know this? How can you say that you're really helping people and you're hurting this many people? How can you do this to people? How can you be so blind? Do you really think that everybody is vibrating at a lower frequency? Do you really fucking think that there's only two options? You're right. And everybody else is a hater. How many people have to come forward and fucking say this is wrong before you take a look at what you're doing to people? And then I'm like, maybe, I mean, did people say this about Keith Ranieri? Like, I know, I mean, you know, Sarah Edmondson was branded. People didn't leave. They still fall. People still fucking follow this guy. I know people are always going to like, this is, this is the the pattern. Right. But I'm like, do you really know? Cause I'm like thinking I'd still, am like, there's no fucking way I woke up. Surely to God, you can wake up. 
Jen woke up. She was in for eight years. Maybe you can wait, you know, but then I, I don't know. That's, that's hard for me. Cause I'm like, I, I, I just, I, I find it really fucking hard to think that people would do this on purpose, knowing that's, that's, that's next level. That's next level. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to really encourage people, like if you're listening and you're still in, you're still in an MLM, if you're still in one of these coaching groups, take a break, step away, take a couple days off, take a couple weeks off, just take, just, I plead, take a break and give your brain a chance to think and to think clearly. And you know what, if you take a couple weeks off and you're like, I think I'm making the right decision. And you can say it with your chest and you really believe that. Who am I to tell you not to? But take a break. Take a minute and do a profit and loss statement. Take a minute. Take a breath. You need to do this. You need to take a step back and see if you still feel the same afterwards. That is such great advice. You know, and, and people like these multi-level marketing companies, um, rank makers, these groups, they have to work so hard to keep you. Mm-hmm. they work night and day for your attention. And all it takes is you stepping back. They will threaten you with like your business is if you take a week off, you're going to be three months behind. They have these things called cult phobias that I've learned are planted. Like you've said that, and I I've had the ex- customers experiences that if they stopped using Monate shampoo, that their hair would be terrible. And they were like this, they were just at the customer level. So these fingerlings of the cult fucking indoctrination spreads out everywhere. So you'll think there's no, I know Ray has said this before. I've seen him talk about this. He says, these anti-MLM people, they say, what is the solution? Well, the solution, Ray, is to get a job, to do an (laughs) actual profit and loss statement and not have your people in your group Give advice to people, allegedly, in my opinion, to ignore the profit and loss statement when it's a loss of $5,000 or more because it's an investment in their future, but to actually tell the people the truth. That's what, that's what people need to do and not be worried about like, you know how you said, take that time off. Like I watched the social dilemma. That was one of the keys that helped me step back as well. Just there's this, there's a perfect storm. You have this cultic shit going on and then you have the social media addiction. I mean, you're on your phone anyway with this, this business, but then you have the addiction of like that component, just taking time off, just turn off your fucking phone. You can be, you can see the light in like a fucking week. Like, you know, it's, it's crazy. So it's like, they have to work so hard to give you all these lies, to plant all these fears. You can't do that. If you quit, you don't know what's right around the corner. They have that stupid meme of that man digging and the other one digging, he gets closer to the diamond, but oh, that guy was a fool. If he, he dug for 10 more years, he would have been a millionaire. All his problems would have been, so it's all a lie, but you can't, I know, I know I couldn't, I, I couldn't see it. it. took me a year and a half of questioning March, 2020. I lost my job, December 13th, 2021. I made my first piece of anti-MLM content. It took me a year and a half of fucking questioning and going through the contradictions. And I remember, I don't know if I'd mentioned this with you before, but I was watching Lula Rich and I saw, um, Robert Fitzpatrick during a portion of this speaking about multi-level marketing. And it felt like there was a brick wall in my mind. I couldn't hear what he was saying and I was rewinding it. And I'm like, and I, I played again and, it, and it's, I literally couldn't fucking hear him. And I'm like, this was the indoctrination. I was pyramid schemes are illegal. 
fine. Fucking that's what I would say. I believed it. It was a thought stopping cliche, but it was like a brick wall of thought stopping cliches. And this was when I was actively trying to listen and find information. I couldn't do it. And that really scared me. And I, when I find, when I started speaking out December 13th, I thought I, ah, I know I fucking know what's going on. I had no fucking seven months later, the, the scope of this, it's fucking mind blowing. Like, (laughs) anyway, yeah. Wow. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I could talk to you forever. I could talk to you forever. All right. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about before we wrap this up today? I want to let people know if they're listening to this and you're still within multi-level marketing, that there is nothing wrong with your mindset, that you are perfect exactly as you are. It's okay to want to grow and learn, but it's, you're, you're fine the way you are. You're not broken. You don't need to root up personal trauma. If you're doing that, go to a a fucking therapist or whatever, but you are loved. You are perfect the way you are. You are loved. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you are being told to share your trauma online, uh, like, I mean, I feel like a little bit of a hypocrite. Like I have this podcast where people share their MLM trauma with the world, but like, no, I'm not forcing anyone to come on here. This is all willing, like people want to come on. Um, but like, if you're being forced or told that this is what you should do, that is not okay. You have ownership of your story and you get to decide who hears it. If you want to share your story on the internet and help educate people with whatever you've been through, that's your business and that's totally fine. But it's not okay to use your story to manipulate people. It's not okay to use your story to sell products. That is scammy. And it's like, it's that undue influence because everybody, the pressure, you think that you're doing the right thing. I thought I was doing the right thing, but that's what I'm worried about is the people, when they wake up, the guilt of what they've done to people is going to slam into them so hard, you know, and that's that this is, this is people say, well, you didn't have a gun to your head. You weren't made to make these videos, but it isn't that that's not how undue influence works. It's much more insidious than that. No, no, you are manipulated into thinking that these are the right choices and that this yeah. is the right decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I also want to say too, cause we talk about waking up a lot in this yeah. episode. And I think that people think that it's like, it is scary. It is scary because you get all of the feelings of like, crap, I did this, but also you get the feeling of being awake and alive and in your body is the most grounding experience ever. Um, I can't talk about this too much, but I actually had an experience where I woke up over the last two weeks and I, um, it it was the most amazing feeling ever when I realized that I needed to do this thing and I couldn't believe it. And it was very, very clear. Whereas my MLM wake up was much longer for me. And it, it took, it probably took like six months. So it, it wasn't as immediate. Uh, whereas this was like a six, um, like a seven day thing. And I was like, Oh, hello, Danielle. Oh, you're here again. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but with all oh, I do, I, said, I, oh, I do have one more thing. I yes. do have one more. I'm, I'm just thinking about like people within rank makers. What I think is that because the people within rank makers are the most hardest fucking working people you're going to meet. They are the most creative. They are extremely intelligent. 
And I'll just say, watch the fuck out if they start making anti-MLM content, because they will make a dent. When these yes. people wake, when they, as they are, as they are coming out, they are the most compassionate fucking people. They want to do the right thing, you know? So, yeah. And uh, also a little self plug for this podcast, but I do have plans for the future. I have a couple interviews lined up with some people that are, have not been an MLM, but they're going to give me some bonus interviews where we're going to talk about how to actually start your own business, how to start freelancing, how to start uh, courses, things like that. And I'm really, really excited to bring that to you guys. And I hope that you like it. And I hope that it's helpful because I just want to provide some more resources here in this space, but uh, we're not going away with the interviews of survivors because that's what we're here for. Anyways, Julie, you are amazing. Uh, If you have any other stories to tell, you are always welcome back because you are just simply a light in my life and I love your content and I'm not, I mean that in a non-culty way. uh you're just so amazing and um it's such a pleasure and um just a reminder that if you like this episode please 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 uh share it with a friend uh take a screenshot put it on your instagram tag me tag julie um and make sure you're subscribed 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 uh subscribe (laughs) uh to whatever platform you like to listen on um it really does help you guys and the goal is to get this uh podcast to as many people as possible and when you share it or when you rate it or when you just i don't know listen (laughs) it really does help to boost it in the algorithm so that more people can get it and more people can wake up and more people can leave these dangerous groups so thank you guys so much for all of your support and I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. Bye.